guys, it's Mrs. Pittenger, and I am in one of my places outside. This is actually a stream just behind my house, and sometimes we've even seen salmon swim up this stream when they're going to spawn. I love to be outdoors, and I love to see nature and God's creation, and sometimes I like to play a game, Who Would Win? Maybe you've played it before. It goes like this, Who Would Win? An eagle or a condor? Who do you think? Who would win? A cobra or a mongoose? Who would win? How about this one? A grizzly or a gorilla? Who would win? In our story from God's Word today, we're going to hear an interesting comparison. Who do you think would win against a huge army? Would it be 32,000 people with weapons, or would it be 300 people with no weapons at all, just with a torch and a horn and a clay jar? Today we're going to hear how God won the victory for his people as we look at the lesson of Gideon from God's Word. So your story today is found in Judges chapter 7 and Judges 8 28. You guys know how much I love that as third and fourth graders you can read the story for your very own self. I hope you'll do that later today with your family. So today kids, parents, this is what we're listening to. There was a trouble. There was a big trouble for God's people. They stopped trusting in their Savior. And they started worshiping idols instead. And oh dear, what problems that caused. But God never stopped loving them, even though they sinned in that way. In fact, he loved them so much, he chose to discipline them. He chose to discipline them by letting them have what they wanted. They wanted to be and to see what it was like to be without God and his love. And so for seven years, seven years, God's people were not in God's hands. They were in the hands of the Midianites. And those were not happy years. But God's people remembered their Savior and they started to look for him. And they started to pray to him. And God sent Gideon. God sent Gideon, and he told Gideon that he should gather up an army of people to fight for him. And so he did. He got 32,000 soldiers who were willing to battle against the fierce armies of Midian. And so they came together, but God said this. He said, Gideon, I don't want this battle to be won and have the Israelites believe that it was their own good works that won the battle for them. I need to make those numbers smaller. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to tell these 32,000 soldiers that if any of them are afraid at all, they should go back home. And that's okay. 22,000 people left and went back to their families. But 10,000 remained. I bet Gideon was pretty glad for those 10,000. 
But God still wanted to show his might and his power. And so he had Gideon take the men down to some water. That's why I'm at the stream today, really, is I wanted to be able to tell the story right here. And so they came down to the stream, and I, I wonder what Gideon was thinking. I wonder, I wonder if he was thinking, I wonder how God is going to make this be the fiercest group of men to fight. Maybe they'll have sword fights, and that's how they'll get just the best and strongest. Or, or maybe they'll have an archery contest, and that's how they'll see who would be the best soldiers to fight against the Midianites. But this is what God said, and it sounds kind of puzzling to me. God said, have all of those men, all 10,000 of them, get a drink from the water. And if the men drink the water by scooping it up in their hands and drinking that way, those are the men I want you to keep. So Gideon had all the men drink. So Gideon did what God said, and he sent 9,700 men home. Any of you good enough at math? Have you figured out how many men were left? If you guessed 300, you're right. Now Gideon had 300 men to fight the Midianites. That very night, God spoke to Gideon again. And this time, God said to Gideon, now is the time for you to go and battle against the Midianites, and you will win. But if you're afraid, go down to the camp and listen. And then you'll be completely confident that I am going to keep my promise to you. And so Gideon sneaked down to the camp and he listened. And he heard two of the Midianite soldiers talking to one another about a dream one of them had had the night before. Man, I had the strangest dream. There was this big roll of bread that rolled down and it completely wiped out one of our tents. The other man said, I know what your dream means. It means that Gideon and the armies of Israel are going to destroy us. When you read the story in God's word, it actually says that there were so many camels that were part of the Midianite team that there were as many as sands on the shore. You guys, this was a huge army. But Gideon had the confidence that God gave to him because God always keeps his promises. And so Gideon hurried back to his men. He said, guys, it's time. We're going to go and defeat the Midianites. And he gave them the tools that God told him to give. He gave them a horn. He gave them a blazing torch, which I don't own. And he gave them a clay pot, a large one, to cover that blazing torch. He divided them into three groups. What's 300 divided by three? That's right, 100. 100 in each group. And then he had them circle all the way around the Midianites real quietly. They were super sneaky and stealthy. So they're all the way around. And Gideon said, I'm going to give you the signal. When I blow my horn, I want you to shout for the Lord and for Gideon. And I want you to break open those clay pots, and I want you to hold up your torches. And God's going to give us this victory. So that's exactly what happened. Doo -doo! 
Gideon blew his horn, and all those 300 men answered back, Hooray! Shout! For the Lord and Gideon. And they blew their trumpets. And they broke their pots until their torches were blazing. The Midianites woke up to that chaos. And the Lord really did fight for them because he created such confusion in the camp that the Midianites fought against the Midianites with their own swords. And they killed many of their own. The ones who survived said, we got to get out of here. And they took off and they thought they could get away. But Gideon and his men, following God's orders, went and cut them off. And God's people won. God won with 300 people. You guys know that one of the things I really want us to focus on when we are looking at God's word is I want us to look and find out where is Jesus? And we always find him where he promised to be. Jesus is always here in his word. Boys and girls, your family has faced troubles. That's one of the suggestions on your sheet today on the back is for you to talk to your family about when they've faced troubles, when they've prayed to God, and when God has answered those prayers. I bet your family has some neat stories about how God has cared and protected them. But we know, obviously, Jesus was there with Gideon and with his people. But Jesus is not just with his people in the word. He's with you because you're his people, because you're baptized. So because you're baptized, you know that when Jesus died on the cross, he washed your sins away. Who would win, me or the devil? Who would win, you or the devil? Without Jesus, we would be losers every single time. But just like it wasn't those 300 men who won in the battle against the Midianites, it's not us who fights against our own sin, who fight against the world, who fight against the devil, it's Jesus. He's already done the battle. It's already won. You are a champion in Christ. So now we're free. You guys, we're free to love our family. We're free to be able to take care of one another. We're free to work really hard in school and to do lots of good things because we are the children of God and he fights for us. Our Bible verse today that I want you to lock away in your memory bank is from Psalm 56. Psalm 56 verse 11 says, in God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What's there to be afraid of? God has beaten our biggest enemy. He's washed our sins away and heaven is ours. Have a great day, friends. <laughs>